Welcome to MLW Fusion, where 50 minutes gives you two matches. Yeah, it was packed chock full of chats to camera, this. And it weren't all that good, but it could have been so much better. Okay, first of all, we've got I can't hear a word he's saying. It had improved slightly over the past few weeks. This is back to terrible. Bake up Papu. Bacon for you. Make up by two. I don't know. I presume it's Jacob Fatu because he is going to be fighting him later on. He's got that little flap that keeps moving back and forth when he gets excited. Shocking. I mean, really, somebody should have said, that little flap's not really working for me. It makes you look like a bit of a clown. Can we move the mask or take the flap away or put something else on? Can we do the flap up? No. Okay, open the flap out. No. Well, maybe we can't do anything. You would have thought that it changed something, though, surely. Okay, Emilio Sparks... He's a guerrilla investigative journalist, actually. He isn't. And now, he isn't that anyway, because Alicia Atout has now moved on to another role. So he's got a cameraman with him. But he's with Nduka. Talks about him and Hammerstone. Nduka does his thing of bashing, bashing him against the wall, but picking him up as well. Just to show, I'm tall. I don't know what he says. I'm not really interested. Okay, next we've got Mini Abismo Negro with Ares with Gino Medina versus Aramis and El Dragon. And there is a big announcement from Saint Laurent. Can't really hear him. Um, I have to turn it up. The, uh, the microphone work is quite poor this week. He really is really pushing this, this huge announcement. And because it's a uh, it's a sort of minis and, you know, it's a, it's a mixed size match. So you've got mix, you sort of Lucha minis. Um, smaller wrestlers, of course. And he announces Microman, who is smaller than the other mini we have in the, um, in the match. And this could be quite bad. It could be quite egregious, actually. And they're talking about big, you know, announcement. Biggest thing. Big, big, big. There's, there's that kind of thing going on, and I'm a bit worried about it. However, it turns out to be really rather good. This is a mess, this match, but in a really good way, actually. Medina's faster this week than I've seen him ever, actually. There's a nice Aramis head scissors. Microman is popular. He hits a really nice arm drag on Abismo. Well, he doesn't, of course. Abismo does the work, but it's great, actually. But then his face is pushed right into the buckle. That's not very nice. There's a double Aries and Medina throw and a Bismo moonsault. Micro breaks it up. In fact, Microman breaks this up regularly. Aries waits for Aramis. Oh, is it Aramis? No, I think it's El Dragon to leap on him outside. Are you coming? I'll just wait around. Are you going to are you going to jump over the top in a minute? Don't worry, I'll be here. All of that. There's a very good Microman tilt world head scissors. He is actually really over. And then a great, lovely El Dragon backbreaker and face plant move, a microman in the end pins Medina. Medina's angry afterwards, throws the commentary guy down and all of that. And we'll be seeing a bit more of that later on. Now, Tankman 
who I like, and I like his shtick, and I like his chat, good behind the mic, and Alex Kane, they'll be fighting next week. Kane, I don't like behind the mic, but here, he's really good behind the mic. They're doing head-to-head, so they're doing, but they're not together, they're just doing, you know, sit down and chat, sit down and chat, and Tankman, we know he's, he's reminding us that he was in jail, which we'd forgotten about last week, and now we remember again, oh yeah, weren't you in jail? Better mention that. So we got that, and he can do all this. He does. He, he knows what he's doing. But we've also got Alex Kane calm, and when he's calm, and you know, he's he's funny actually. I didn't realise this. So I said at one point, yeah, I've got over a hundred suplexes in my arsenal. I'll show you later on. But it's really nice. Then we go to him working out, and he's got the usual shouting "Bumbaye, Bumbaye" nonsense, which I really can't stand. Or Bumaye, is it? Bumaye. Anyway, whatever it is, it's nonsense. And it's so much better when he's just sitting and letting his humour come through. There is a possibility that his mic skills will improve, but don't film him in situ. <sighs> okay, here's the altercation that I was speaking about early on. Medina's not very happy, and he goes and attacks Aramis. Um, and there's. He's attacked him, and there's. Aramis seems to be covered in blood. So much blood that, uh, that you're already aware as. Medina looks at the red hands he's got. You're really aware that it's it's some kind of dye job. It can't be blood. He, with that much blood out there, he, yeah, he'd be being rushed to the hospital by now. So get the red dye out, cleanse it in gore, and get it sorted. And here's your only second match of the night. As well as that, there, there's been a long back and forth between Richards and Hammerstone, because, you know, they're doing the super fight. I won't bore you too much with that certainly bored me, and here's your main event, which is Mads Kruger, who's six foot eight, I hadn't realised, versus Jacob Fartu. Now, Fartu can carry him to a good match. And to be fair to Kruger, who I've really disliked in the ring and out of the ring for quite some time, he puts in a good shift here. It's a shame the ending is, how shall I say? Crap! Yes, okay, that's a way off first, though. Very nice, they fight even before the bell, and they fight into the crowd, and um, Fatu gets onto the barrier, which is part of the, looks like some kind of separation for a, I don't know, some kind of wheels of steel, the decks or something like that, you know, that kind of thing. And he does a corkscrew off it, and just sort of drags Kruger down. He's excited by it. I like Jacob Fatu very much on podcasts, on promos, in the ring. So, so you know, I really like him. It's just that that didn't look very good. And he bigs himself up, and fair enough, but wasn't ideal. However, when they get back in the ring, this may be one of the moves of the night. Kruger, huge, fallaway slam. I mean, Fatu's a big boy off the top rope. That's incredible. So what's that? A Super Samoan drop. Yeah. It's extraordinary, actually. Then you've got a massive spear from, um, from Fatu. Then a pop-up Samoan drop and a flipping moonsault. It's great. Kruger comes up with the with the choke slam and choke slams him into a backbreaker. This is really good stuff. And then when when um, Fatu's out of the ring, Kruger over the top, six foot eight, big boy, gets full extension, hurts himself. It seems to me crashing into the barrier. Well, it just looks amazing, and this is going to be something very special. This match. Oh, hang on, here's a here's a Kira Kwan. Right, he comes out. Speaks to Kruger. Kruger's holding. You know what's going to happen? Kruger 
is holding Jacob Fartu. And Akira Kwan's going up for some kind of drop kick or some kind of super kick. I wonder what might happen. Oh, I never th- saw that coming. Fatu's jumped away and he's hit Kruger with it. He actually hits him in the sort of crook of the, well, the, the, sh- the shoulder, the armpit sort of area. Kruger doesn't sell it at all. He just looks as if to say, what was that? But Fatu is on the top, gets his moonsault for the pin. And that's a really, really terrible way to end this match. But I suppose they thought they didn't mind because we've still got some afters to come, which is a cool screw over the top from far two. And um, Kruger marching off stage. Kwan's there before him. He throws Kwan off off the stage into the crowd and then jumps off into the crowd. And I don't know if they were paid or if they were told, but bloody hell. And there's your main event. So there were some afters, so the crowd got a bit more bit more action. But really, I wanted there to be a match and an ending that was right for the match. And that match was actually really, really good. Okay, we go off air with Gino, um, not Gino, with Cesar Duran. And they've got the soap opera thing, so it's in it's in red light backstage and again you can't really bloody hear anything I have to turn it up I don't know what Gino Medina said I miss it and I'm not going to go back Alex Hammerstone comes in he wants something Alicia toots with him she says something can't hear a word of what she's saying even when it's turned up I can barely hear Holiday he says I got rid of Contra for you so you could take control I'm not quite sure of that I think he wants the belt and he says, my, and Duran says, my hands are tight because I'm going to fight, um, uh, um, going to fight, um, Richards, but there is a, cl- uh, uh, an injury clause. Now, I don't know if he's saying attack Richards or attack Hammerstone. Very interesting, says Holiday. It isn't. It isn't interesting at all. And this whole 50 minutes or so was a mess. The first match was a glorious mess. The second match was bloody great until they messed it up with the end. And the rest of it was just, here comes a super fight and I'm going to shamelessly advertise it. (sighs) That superplex off the top though, well the super Samoan drop off the top was blooming good. And Kruger showed me something here actually. He's still a bit of a lumberer sometimes, but given an opportunity he can do something. So why hasn't he done something before now? And will he do something after now? My money's on no. Tra-tra.